Hello, listener. Welcome back to the DigiCoach podcast. My name's Leanne. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at the DigiCoach PT. Um, information is in this podcast as well. So today I'm going to be talking about menopause. I have a few clients who, and one in particular, who is not having the best of time right now. So I've been doing a lot of research. I've just currently listened to a fantastic lecture on the IQ Nutrition uh, on the menopause. I want to talk about it today and hopefully it'll help other people out there. If you do enjoy this podcast, please like, share, review. Really appreciate it. It really helps the podcast out and in terms of growing and things like that. Okay, so I've got my bullet points here. I've got my notes. Um, so first of all, menopause usually happens for a woman around the age, like averagely, um, around the age of 48 to 52 years old. Um, so it's it makes up about 30% of a woman's life. Um, if you are a coach or becoming a coach, it is imperative that you know about the menopause and you can talk to your clients about this. Um, if you know a woman, you should know about the menopause, you know, it'll help everybody out and super important. It basically marks the end of reproduction in a female um and in perimenopause that's where you get the that's just before you ha- go into full menopause and that's when more symptoms tend to occur so there's four stages <clears throat> marked um as you might work will work through the stages into postmenopause we'll talk about them so stage 1 is premenopause this is when you're reproducing like so age of 11 say 14 years old uh, you start your first period straight into the first signs of perimenopause. Um, so estrogen starts to reduce, you're becoming less regular. So that's just stage one. So from reproductive years into the early signs of estrogen declining. Stage two is your perimenopause. So this is when estrogen starts to fluctuate a lot more and declines. It's described as the hardest part of um the stages your pms is times think about your pms for some people it's times 100 so a very difficult time some people will have a massive amount of symptoms and really struggle and other people won't it's totally individual stage three menopause this is when you're menopausal this is the end you've stopped producing eggs it's um classified as one year without any periods Stage four is postmenopause, and this is the rest of your life. And I think in China they call this the second spring, which is quite a nice way of looking at it. I think it's Chinese. Um, they do have a a a lovely name for it, but yeah, it, it's translated to second spring, which I think is really nice. So, <clears throat> one of the big reasons it's so difficult is because of the impact that estrogen has, and people always think about the sex hormone estrogen. There's receptors in the brain, the heart, the liver, the bones, the skin, the joints and muscles, the bowel, the nerves, the bladder, the vagina. And when these receptors stop working, you can experience symptoms or such as hot flashes and night sweats, reduced sleep quality, reduced libido, vaginal dryness, Mood changes, including anxiety and depression. This is the most common, by the way. So if you feel like you're going insane by, you know, you're not sure why you're feeling like this. 
just know that you're not alone and it's a very common symptom, uh, sorry, side effect of um, reduced decline in estrogen. Poor concentrations is another one, palpitations, joint pain and muscle loss and decreased bone mineral density, that's which increase, increases the risk of osteoporosis. And lastly, due to the liver receptors no longer in use, redistribution of body fat storage. So in regards to, as well, the mood changes, um, you can get into a bit of a cycle with this, but just remember as well that action creates motivation. And if you really are struggling to get in an exercise session or, or some steps, you know, just getting out in fresh air, um, which can, you know, really help and be really good for you. Just think of the two-minute rule or the 10-minute rule, some people call it. Just say to yourself, I'm going to put my shoes on and I'm just going to go out for two minutes or I'm just going to do the workout for two minutes. Action creates motivation. And usually, like I live by these, this rule, by the way, I'll just go in for the gym if I'm not feeling it for a few feeler sets. Uh, <clears throat> and usually, nine times out of ten, you carry on, you know. So don't put all this pressure on yourself. Just go by the two or 10-minute rule, whichever way you want to look at it. So treatments for hit, uh, sorry, treatments for the menopause and these symptoms, there are two different um approaches, and you can combine them. HRT, so hormone rep- hormone replacement therapy, and lifestyles interventions, which us coaches work with you uh, in achieving. So only unfortunately, twelve percent of people these days, um use HRT because there's a lot of misinformation affecting this. One of the common misconceptions is the breast cancer risk. Now, when you actually look on this, 23% of the population out of a 1,000 people, 23% are more likely to get breast cancer. When you are using combined hormone therapy, that goes up to 28% but when you compare it to two glasses of alcohol which is also around the same and more so in overweight and obese people your increased risk of breast cancer is over 70% so you need to like realize what's worth it really um and it's only an extra 5% when in the grand scheme of things and you can reduce this risk by embarking in exercise and the HRT benefits, so if you're not sure about, like if it's for you, go and speak to your GP about it and ask loads of questions and do your research and speak to them about it because that's what they're there for. Um, but the benefits short term are improved symptoms and quality of life. Long term benefits, you've got a reduced risk of cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, less likely to become obese, dementia, osteoporosis, osteoarthritis. Bowel cancer and risk of dying is all significantly reduced. Lifestyle, when we look at lifestyle and how that can manage symptoms of menopause, it's it's very similar to the normal um, lifestyle changes that someone overweight should be including in their everyday. The limiting alcohol, because that, remember, remember, I can't speak this morning, remember this does destroy b vitamins alcohol and b vitamins are like important for your body to work efficiently um so just remember that don't overeat obviously health uh stay within a healthy bmr 
the only evidence um that's supporting like uh, sorry the mediterranean diet is the diet that has the most evidence around it um supporting a healthy lifestyle healthy gut you know immune system and managing quality of life around menopause exercise making sure you sleep well journaling you know getting all your thoughts downloaded onto paper so it's out of your head relaxing don't smoke and vitamin d and calcium supplements so i do recommend getting your vitamin d from the sun and from your food same with calcium because supplements are a little bit wishy-washy the uh, evidence of actually the uptake in the body like the bioavailability Exercise benefits, again, are the usual, so less likely to gain weight. Reduce risk of cancers, cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes, again. Strengthens bones, so it's less likely to have osteoporosis. Less hot flashes, increased, improved mood, sorry. Improved sleep and improved quality of life, again. Resistance training re- reverses the risks associated with menopause, Um so again, another reason. It becomes harder to build muscle. So it becomes harder to build muscle due to the anabolic hormones, estrogen and testosterone in particular, because there's less satellite cells, which are the precursors for building skeletal muscle. Vitamin D receptors are reduced, protein synthesis, so note that I didn't say muscle protein synthesis, all protein synthesis is reduced. Estrogen receptors and calcium release is all reduced, which is all needed to build muscle. Calcium forms part of the contraction of um, effective contraction in, in the muscle. So as this is happening, so that's making it harder to build muscle, plus you have increased intramuscular fat. Um, what helps this is HRT again, dietary protein and training, so stimulating the muscle to grow or to maintain. There is a lot of um, coaches with voices out there who are trying to sell specific generic training plans for hormone balancing and menopause. What you do, that's what you don't need, a generic menopause or training plan. What you do need is knowledge, empathy, understanding and a personalised programme because like I said, everyone's different, it affects everybody differently and you've got different lives Um, and you need to learn to adapt around symptoms. So good days and bad days will happen. Um, It's about managing the quality of life, risks and the symptoms. Lastly, mood changes. Now, when it does become hard to train and motivate yourself, which again is a symptom of menopause, it's totally normal. Having short, sharp workouts, remembering that two-minute rule. Um, there's a huge... So if you're not exercising at all and you've got menopause, there's a huge, huge, huge benefit to just exercising 60 minutes in a week in pr- reducing the risk of premature death. So without putting too much pressure on yourself, three sessions of 20 minutes to moderate to vigorous exercise can significantly uh, increase that risk, uh, sorry, reduce that risk of premature death. Moderate to vigorous training has been noted. HIT as well, HIT training. So there's plenty of MetaFit on the free group DigiCoach. If you're not a member, just DM me on uh, Instagram and I'll send you the link and you can take part in the MetaFit. Again, two minute rule, 
As long as you don't stop, you can build an endurance to these exercises. But it also helps with insulin resistance, sorry, sensitivity, so manages hunger better. And looking to coach your mindset as well. So these are skills. Make sure you're not going for the all or nothing mentality. Practice imperfect action. Um, and yeah, that's everything really I wanted to speak about. So hopefully this helped. And just remember as well, it is a, it's a journey. And if you can get into a routine, because like human behavior, we love routine. And create friction against the habits that you don't want to practice and make the habits you do want to practice and that are in alignment with your goals as easy as possible. So you need to work out how, what that looks like for you. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.